A few years ago, when I was starting my journey to leading a more balanced and intentional life, well, I thought I had it all figured out. I figured I would just change my work schedule and the balance would come from there. Turns out I was forgetting one extremely important element. Welcome to the Juggle is Real podcast. I'm your host, Andriana Gonko. I'm a career-driven mom of three boys who went from burnout to finding balance, and I am on a mission to help other parents enjoy the juggle of work, family, and everything in between with a little less stress and a lot more ease, joy, and fun. What do you think? Are you with me? Let's get started. Hello. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you taking the time to, to have a listen to this podcast uh, to, to hopefully find some inspiration and gather some information that will help you to understand um, on how you can lead a better and more balanced life. Yes, you're juggling a career, you're juggling those children and a family, and you want to make sure that you're giving yourself the time and the space that you need so that you can dedicate um, more time to being happier, more intentional, and leading a more balanced and better life. So let's talk a little bit about the whole juggling aspect and, and really noting that you know what, there is sort of this sort of trap, this pitfall that you have to be aware of when you are looking to find more balance and not necessarily understanding where the balance will come from. So here's my advice. There is a time and place for everything. What does that mean? Well, let's get right into it. So when I went back to work after having my first child, Benjamin, I truly thought I had it all figured out. So I mustered up the courage to ask my boss for revised hours and a little bit of flexibility because I had a quite demanding ad agency job. So I, I, I was able to negotiate a time schedule of 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. in the office so that I could spend more time with my son in the morning when he woke up and then before bed because he went to bed pretty early. As long as I could make up for whatever that lost work time was in the evening once my son had gone to sleep. Hello, everyone. I pretty much figured that I had cracked the code on this one. Oh my God, I was patting myself on the back. I was so proud of myself. I made sure to tell everyone, oh yes, everyone. Yes, I'm back to work. Everything is amazing. I have a flexible job. It lets me be the best mom to Ben and I can totally kick ass at work. I probably sounded like a dummy. I was totally forgetting one key element. My naive, sweet little self hadn't quite figured it out yet, but I was forgetting one key aspect with this whole work-life balance thing. The key aspect that I was forgetting was myself. Yes, there's a time and place for everything. And I hadn't, I hadn't figured out where I fit into that schedule. So this, this really applies when it comes to work and life balance. So see, as I was going about my days with this quote unquote flexible schedule, I even thought I had the best intentions. 
However, I was not kicking ass. Instead, I would start my mornings pretty anxious because I was awaiting this shitstorm that I was going to walk into at work because I was getting there late and it affected how I was showing up for my son. So instead of that perfect sort of mummy and, and little dude moments that I was hoping for, I was kind of anxious and agitated. And yes, I was there for my son, but I don't think I was being totally present if I'm being completely honest. Then, you know, I would drop him off at daycare and I would finally get to the office And instead of, you know, getting down and dirty and and getting some real work done, I felt like I was catching up and I was rushing through tasks. So I wasn't really doing my best work. In the afternoon, I felt like I was kind of hurried and, you know, that there was sort of this timer in my head that I, you know, this stopwatch kind of thing, because I had to check out by four so that I could get my son at daycare. So, uh, yes, I would come home, I would make dinner, I'd clean up, we would ensue that whole bedtime routine. And it was tiring. I had a toddler and he was busy. And after being with him, after working, after doing everything with my husband and son, it was tiring. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I didn't feel overly energetic once he had gone to bed. And, you know, once, once most people get their kids to bed, then perhaps that's the time that they would spend. Um, and they would maybe dedicate that to themselves and they would grab a book. Maybe they would exercise, go for a walk, do some yoga, throw on some Netflix. I, on the other hand, would begrudgingly lug out my laptop, feeling super drained, but also really guilty inside knowing that I had work to do. So I tried to make up for what I thought was lost time. And I will be honest again, there were many nights that that laptop came into bed with me. And yes, there were nights where I fell asleep with my work right next to me in the bed when my husband would come in and he would have to pick up that laptop or those client files and move them to the side because I was so exhausted that I had fallen asleep while working. So I eventually learned that this was not the way that I wanted to live. In the midst of trying to be everything to everyone and and fit in, I was really just spreading myself too thin and I was not doing a great job at anything. Most importantly, as I was doing this and bouncing back and forth between being a mother and, and doing my job at work, I wasn't dedicating any time for myself. I wasn't exercising. I wasn't eating well. I wasn't taking any time to just pause and reflect and think about what I really wanted. Looking back at that frazzly, probably crazy-eyed person that I was, buzzing around like a complete basket case, I know I had good intentions, misplaced intentions perhaps, but they were good. Just like I know that in your quest to be a great parent, an amazing boss, great coworker, trailblazer, amazing, amazing career-oriented person, you, my dear, you are meaning to do well also. You want to be the one that people depend on. You want to be organized. You want to be that person who has it all figured out. You've got it all together and you know what's happening. I totally get that. I feel that so, so on a deeper level. I wanted that too. The important thing to remember here 
is that when you're spreading yourself too thin, when you're forgetting about yourself, having it all is truly impossible. Impossible. It is not possible for you to be a full-time mom and a full-time career-oriented person. And I will let you sit with that for a moment because it's a big realization. Here it is again. It is not possible for one person to be everywhere and to do everything for everyone else. And as much as we want to, because, oh my, yes, yes, we do want to. It simply cannot be done. And the sooner you realize this big fact, as small as it may seem, the sooner you can face that plain and simple fact that that same fierce intention that you once faced with the thought of having to do it all, that is the same intention that you are going to have to face by giving it all you've got, but not a penny more. The first step is learning to prioritize yourself and understand that there is a time and a place for everything. So let's talk about this a little bit more. So when I was up on my high horse of being Miss Do-It-All, I didn't take much time to think about any repercussions of this ridiculously insane schedule and, and how it affect me, how, you know, only working or only being a parent would, you know, leave no time for, for, for me. And I actually didn't take the time to think about myself even once in this equation. It was all about pleasing others and being there for everyone else around me. It's hard to even say this or, or look at, at this point in my life because it seems so ridiculous now. But I know that I'm not the only one who has made this mistake. And unfortunately, I know that there are people out there and maybe it's you who are currently doing this. So if you're constantly doing things for others, worrying about others and giving all of your energy to others, but not doing any of that for yourself, unfortunately, my dear, it's only a matter of time before shit starts to hit the fan. Unfortunately, we cannot keep up with this, this crazy pace. Our bodies will eventually let us know that this quest is not possible. Your body might be telling you, and it might be quiet at first, but let me tell you those whispers turn to screams if you ignore them for too long. And do not let the whispers turn into screams because then you will not be able to do anything for anyone, not even yourself. For me, it began with my skin breaking out all the time, uncontrollably. I couldn't figure it out. I had never had acne as a teenager or growing up. And all of a sudden, I couldn't I couldn't have clear skin, which, you know, wasn't the worst thing. And and and. And for me, you know, it, it didn't affect my day-to-day life too much, but, you know, I didn't love it and seemed like it wasn't, wasn't the best thing for me. I was losing weight unintentionally. I was really in this constant brain fog phase where I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't see straight all the time. And it took me a lot of extra energy just to focus on something for an extended period of time. 
And to be honest, my libido completely tanked. Our bodies are so stinking magnificent, but constant stress and not being there and not doing things for ourselves, not having any breaks, well, that will make even the best of bodies with the best DNA and great circumstances. Well, that's going to make those bodies cry out for dear life. Okay, so there's good news. I'm not just telling you this sob story because it sucks. I am telling you this because I know that you can change. I changed. I completely transformed my life. And I went from trying to do everything for everyone else to being there for others, but prioritizing myself. So here are three things that you can start doing right away. Number one. Instead of having misplaced intentions, set your intentions. So what does this mean? Well, tell yourself that there is a time and a place for everything and include yourself in that. Instead of haphazardly dashing around like a complete lunatic, switching hats all day, not even having a hat that's for you, carve out real time. Carve out time that is dedicated to family, time that is dedicated to work and time that you can dedicate to yourself, even if it's just 15 minutes. So you can focus on just one role at a time. Yes, this might mean making some small sacrifices like missing a Tuesday soccer practice or saying no to work functions or email replies after 6 p.m. But being strict with your time allows you to give your full attention to what you're doing. If you work from home, which how many of us have had to do that during the pandemic or are still doing it to this day, it's especially important because just getting up to go to the washroom can mean walking through kid zones, messes from breakfast or all sorts of unrelated distractions. And when you're working, just work. When you're with your family, actually be with your family. Put that phone down. And when you're dedicating time for yourself, make sure it's just for you. Something that is going to make you happy. No one else. Number two, start and end your day with purpose. For me, this meant putting my mother effing phone away and getting rid of technological distractions. Our smartphones can be pretty amazing and these devices are super helpful. There's no way that I am going to banish technology from my life, but guess what? Once again, there is a time and a place for everything. When you wake up, instead of immediately checking your phone, take a few minutes. Take some deep breaths, pause, think about what you're grateful for, set some intentions for how you're going to rock that day, stretch your arms, let out a big old yawn. Then you can grab the phone, pour yourself a coffee, take your kids, get on the move and start your day. This goes for how we choose to end the day as well. Instead of mindlessly scrolling, online shopping, while your eyes begin to close and droop. 
or trying to squeeze in one last email that probably has typos, try maybe repeating that morning routine. Let your body take a minute. Reconnect with your breath. Remember that all good things that happen in those small victories that you conquered since you rolled out of bed that morning, pat yourself on the back. I promise you that these few moments in the morning and the evening can be life-changing and you are definitely not going to miss whatever else you were doing. So start your day and end your day with purpose. And then finally, number three, something that you can start doing today, right now, is to carve out some time for yourself. You already know I'm going to say this, but there is a time and a place for everything. And you, you fall into this equation. In your life, you must take the time to be on. You are on, you're working, parenting, doing, helping, cooking, cleaning. The list goes on and on and on. And in a society that expects so much, it's important to also include off time. And when I say off time, I mean time just for you. Give yourself permission to do some relaxing, recharging and reconnecting with yourself. I shouldn't have to tell you what that means for you, but I do want you to schedule it in and show yourself that same standard of respect that you would treat your boss, your client, your kid's teacher, or anyone else that you show up for. This means not bailing on yourself no matter what happens. So it might be 50 minutes, might be, you know, even the 15 minutes half an hour, small blocks of time can be great. Whatever it is for you, you know, a bath, a yoga class, put your feet up with a book, just take some breaths, whatever it is, carve out that time and give yourself the same dedication that you give to everyone else. You and everyone around you will be better off because of it. So carve out that time for you. And that wraps things up for today. I hope you're taking some important points that you can implement immediately. I hope you understand just how important you are. And when you're spreading yourself out too thin, you cannot be there for anyone, especially not yourself. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Juggle is Real podcast. If you like today's episode, please rate it, write a review, and share with a friend who you think could use a little help too. Until the next episode, you can find me on Instagram. My handle is Andriana G. That's A-N-D-R-Y-A-N-N-A-G. Until then, take good care.